Let's get back to the daily tip with Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins, presented by Bet MGM on the BetQL Network. Number one, I heard from a couple people, and I figured let me make it number one because it involves the goat. Number one rumor I heard at the combine, not in terms of a lot of yat chatter, but this this one just blew my mind. Tom Brady may not be done after all. <laughs> what? It's a couple people are like, just you, just hang on, just you wait. Wait for and I'm what? Like, what I'm are like, you waiting I'm, for? And I'm like, he's Instagramming out videos of his cat. Yeah, you know, trips. Yeah, he was at UFC over the weekend. I know, but it doesn't look like he's getting uh, big, big and fat, does it? And and that he just let, like let it play out. Let's see who wants what. And and the one place that folks are saying keep an eye out for is Miami. And if the Dolphins cannot somehow, if they get somehow some way, um, a you know a, a doctor's report, a piece of information from a medical evaluation of Tua that he may not be ready to go, and suddenly there's Tom Brady sitting in Florida, where his family is located and where he can easily locate himself. Keep an eye on that, I was told by a couple of birdies at the combine. Rich Eisen on the Rich Eisen Show as we welcome you back to the Daily Tip from BetQL presented by BetMGM. She's Chelsea. I'm Jinx. I haven't heard those birdies, but Rich Eisen is more tuned in than I am. My God, Chelsea. Is Tom Brady, is Tommy really going to come back for another? Do we want him to come back? And play with the Dolphins? I feel like if that happens. At this point, like, you can't keep on retiring, right? At some point, there had to be something lying underneath the surface for him to want to retire, not once, but twice, that maybe right. he needs to just sit this one out. And also, the way that it ended last year, like, the game film he was putting out was far from the GOAT label that he has earned over the course mm-hmm. of his career. Like he is somebody who definitely took a step back last year. Like he wasn't hitting open receivers. I don't know if it was like the receiver's fault or who, but mm-hmm. still the game film out on Tom Brady from last season was not good. So yes, he's the greatest of all time, but does he instantly make you like a Super Bowl contender? Like I think probably not, right? I don't think so. You see this with athletes. They just don't know when to. And here's the thing. We talk about how his game film wasn't great. You're right. But it was still very, very good. It just, it, it wasn't Tom Brady level. Like he's still, if you look at his stats from last season, he still had a great season. It's just that we can see the decline. So you're not wrong. But my God, at some point, I don't care. And I feel like I've been saying this about eight years now or about Tom Brady, but at, at at the end of the day, at some point, time is undefeated, even if you're the greatest of all time. But I just wonder how – Tom's got to figure out what he wants to do with his life, right? Because now Giselle's gone. He I, – I don't know the particulars of their relationship, but certainly him wanting to come back and play another year had something to do with that. He's got this mega deal with Fox. I He doesn't know a life outside of playing football. He's this all the time where guys, they, they've done this their entire lives, and then it's taken away, and there's such a void – the only thing they know to do is to keep going until the game finally says no. 
And the game hasn't said no yet because you think the Dolphins would absolutely entertain this idea? Sure they would. But if I'm Tom Brady, do I really want to go to a Dolphins team that's had trouble keeping their quarterbacks upright? And I think it's hilarious how they have tried to put the blame on Tua, how he's like practicing how to fall where he doesn't bump his head off the turf because it wasn't just Tua. Remember when uh, Teddy Bridgewater came in and immediately got a concussion too? So if I'm older, like, do I want to go there? No, no, I don't. I agree. But these, these guys who play forever, they just don't. I mean, there's a billion examples of guys who you imagine them in one uniform. They play for one team for the majority of their careers. And then at the end of their careers, you forget, oh, yeah. He went out west for a while or played for this team. You see it in in every sport. Like, remember when Shaq played for the Celtics for a while? Like, when you think back at his career, you don't think about that. But you're like, oh, yeah, at the end of his career, he was trying to keep it going. He played for a team you would never anticipate. Same thing with Tom Brady here. I I hope he stays retired. But with Tom Brady and certainly Rich Eisen is plugged in, as it gets, you just never know. Let's go into the NFL and continue with quarterback news because Derek Carr is now a member of the New Orleans Saints, Chelsea. All of a sudden, the Saints, 16-1 to to win the NFC. They're 40-1 to to win the Super Bowl. ESPN says it's a four-year deal worth $150 million with up to $100 million in guarantees. He gets $60 million in guaranteed money in the first two years only 31 years old, met with the Saints back in February, met with the team a couple more times during the combine, and you can argue about payment all you want. I think this is great for the Saints. This will be the first time in Derek Carr's career that he will play with a top 15 defense as far as points allowed per game because that's the one thing the Saints do well is play good defense. So big fan of this, and that division is so weak, the Saints can win this division. That's the bottom line. This was the best move that Derek Carr could possibly make for himself, going to a division that is much more winnable than the AFC West in which he was in. Like, I feel like most of the quarterbacks in the AFC West are better than every single quarterback in the NFC South. So an extremely Mm -hmm. winnable division. You get to play in a dome where you don't have to battle the elements at all. And also the X factor here. What the hell is going on with Michael Thomas? Have we figured that out? Is he retired? Is he going to come out of his hibernation (laughs) now that they have an actual quarterback? Because when Michael Thomas was in his prime, nobody could guard him. What's his Twitter handle? Can't guard Mike for a reason. So maybe we see him uh, become a factor in the offense because this is a Saints team that does have some good offensive weapons. Alvin Kamara is a great Swiss Army knife. Uh, You have Chris Olave, the young receiver out of Ohio State. So they do have some good pieces. They play in a terrible division. So this is a great move for Derek Carr. I agree. And when you think about all of the weapons that he will have at his disposal, that's huge. And also the relationship with Dennis Allen is important as well. You wonder, well, why didn't he go to the Jets? Maybe it's because Derek Carr says he's always kept in contact with Dennis Allen, who at one time was the head coach of the Oakland Raiders when they drafted Derek Carr back in 2014. And Derek Carr said, look, we have a great relationship. We've always kept in contact. We've always been close. So I'm sure that was a factor as well. More quarterback news where Geno Smith gets paid to stay in Seattle. Three years, $105 million to stay with the Seahawks. Chelsea, through 2022, in his career, Geno Smith had made only 
$17.4 million. Next year, he gets $52 million guaranteed. How about that? He deserves it. Listen, the quarterback, uh, the market for quarterbacks is sky high. So you're going to have to pay for anybody who's even mediocre. And the numbers that Geno Smith put up last year were far better than mediocre. He was competing with every single quarterback ac across the board when it came to completion percentage, yards, all of that. And I know he's not the big name, and he certainly doesn't have probably the ceiling that, you know, Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes, and Josh Allen has. But still, he mm -hmm. is a good quarterback, and the market for quarterback is so hot right now. If you have a decent quarterback, you got to pay him, and you got to keep him. Absolutely. 30 touchdowns, 11 picks last year, made the Pro Bowl, NFL Comeback Player of the Year. Good on Geno, finally getting paid. Now, the real story in the NFL right now when it comes to quarterbacks is clearly Lamar Jackson. And the Ravens say, this is according to Ravens Executive Vice President Ozzie Newsom, if there is no deal made by today because teams have until 3.30 this afternoon to apply the franchise tag, then the Ravens will franchise Lamar Jackson. But here's the interesting thing. The Ravens, according to ESPN, may use the non-exclusive tag on Lamar. What does that mean? That means that another team can make Lamar Jackson an offer. The Ravens can match that offer. If they don't, then Lamar leaves and the Ravens get compensated with two first-round picks. So we've debated whether or not Lamar Jackson will stay a Baltimore Raven. I think he will. I can't imagine the Ravens letting him leave. Maybe they, maybe Lamar's asking for too much because he's his own agent and they want to see if the market gives Lamar what he's looking for. But this is going to be fascinating to watch. Do we have odds on who wins the AFC North? Because I think that's the bet betting angle here. If you think mm -hmm. Lamar Jackson goes somewhere else, put your money on the Bengals right now because – those numbers will surely move if Lamar Jackson signs elsewhere. And listen, I'm not tuned in. I don't know if Lamar Jackson is staying and going. I think most people don't, including like the Ravens. So like, I don't know, but I am just saying you better buy in now as opposed to after this move. Right now, the Bengals plus 125 to win the AFC North. I think that's a pretty solid play, even if Lamar Jackson stays. Like they were a good team last year. So maybe that's the betting angle in all of this Ravens 45 and 16 with Lamar Jackson as their starter Chelsea what do you think about this according to Michael Silver of Valley Sports the Titans your Titans have been shopping around Derrick Henry at least they were during the NFL scouting combine last week he's in the final year of his deal which pays him just over 16 million dollars this season he just turned 29 years old the Titans not necessarily in the middle of a rebuild, but how would you feel about King Henry going elsewhere? Uh, sick to my stomach. It mm -hmm. sucks when the franchise player that you have come to love, that your team drafted, and that has won so many accolades, you know, gets shopped around. Because I think that's the most mm -hmm. depressing part of it. It's like the supply and demand doesn't sound great for Derrick Henry when they say, yeah, we shopped him around, didn't have any takers. I'm like, damn, God, that sounds embarrassing. Um, but yes, it is a quarterback's league. We know this. And I think the most depressing part is that the reason that they probably can't hold on to him is because Ryan Tannehill is taking up so much damn cap space. I think he has mm -hmm. the biggest cap hit of just about anybody in the NFL. Uh, he's making a ton of money. So maybe they need to restructure his deal. 
I would imagine that's probably the case, but hopefully Derrick Henry does not leave just from a sentimental standpoint. Although I know, you know, it's not the year of the run. It's not the, the era of the running back anymore. And maybe it would be smart to part with them. Running backs just get worn out so easily in the NFL. And last year, Chelsea, Derrick Henry carried the football 349 times. That led the NFL. That's the third time in his career he has led the league in carries. So a lot of wear and tear as great as he is. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BeckQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.